Hi, I'm Rach. And I'm Tish. Welcome, Welcome to, to Blondes Out Loud. Happy Wednesday. Oh my gosh, so much has happened since the last podcast. First and foremost, though, we hope everybody had a great holiday, whether you spent it with friends, family, your partner, chosen family, by yourself, literally whatever you did. We hope that you had a restful and happy holiday filled with cookies. Oh, yeah, we've had too many cookies. And honestly, I don't care. We made sugar cookies um, and they're so good. We spent our first Christmas away from family this year because, as most of you know, and as we're going to talk about this entire episode, we were on our honeymoon from, like, the 9th until just, like, a week ago, and we decided we did not want to travel right after we just got done traveling, especially with how crazy the distance was for that trip for the honeymoon, um... And so we stayed home for Christmas by ourselves. Yeah. And honestly, like, first Christmas as wives, I'm not sure I would want to have spent it any other way. You know, you I know? was thinking the same thing. It's like, like, of course I want to spend it with my family. Right. But if we had to pick a Christmas to spend away from family, like, this one makes the most sense. It does. Because, like, I don't know, we just want to spend so much time with each other. And you'd think that we'd be sick of one another, like, after the honeymoon, but... It was like a carryover from the honeymoon. Right. Because it's just, like, we just get to keep spending time together. And we get to spend, like, our, you know, Christmas, like, with each other, but, like, also our pets, like, in our home, which we desperately missed um, while we were on our honeymoon. So And they just, desperately missed us. Yeah. So it's just a great, like, way to honestly spend Christmas, um... Also, this is like really random and super off topic, but I'm just saying this because I'm thinking of it right now because I can hear Finny. Is Rachel and I have also been like listening to podcasts or a podcast recently. I don't want to like mention it, like which one we're listening to, just because like I'm pointing something out. And I don't know if you realize this too, but the people we listen to are like are like very, very, very well known podcasters. And I always, like, feel bad when, like, there's background sounds or, like, I cough in the middle of a podcast and I can't edit that out because I'm like, oh, it seems so unprofessional. But then I realized this, like, while we were listening, and I don't know if you picked up on it, too, but, like, they were coughing, dropping shit, um, like, their phones would go off, and, like, I'm like, oh, my God, like... It's okay. It's okay, it's not, yeah. It's, a, it's like, it's your life. It just happens. So you know? I now don't feel as bad, like, when we have the dogs bark or something happens because like i've witnessed it in like a very 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 like well-known podcast anyways that was just moral. that was a huge side note. that was a really big side note but anyways we hope you had a happy holiday and that you have something to look forward to for new year's eve or new year's day um we don't have much to look forward to to be honest we are just like full-on relaxing it's been nice though yeah well we it technically is Finney's first birthday on New Year's Eve. That's our dog, if anybody <laughs> Not that know. that is a big thing, well, but it's his first it birthday. is a big it's thing. It's kind of a big thing. So I think we're going to, like, you know, have him a big party, invite all the dogs in the block. No, I'm kidding. That would be, that would be crazy. <laughs> dog party at the dog park. Oh, my God. Um, yeah, so that's our plan is to celebrate Finney's birthday. And just chill, because... Relax. We're going to watch so many movies, and maybe we can finish Gilmore Girls finally. Oh, my God. I feel like there is no way, because isn't there, like, eight seasons or something like that, and we're only That's on, true. like, two? We're on, like, I don't even. Three. I don't even know. But anyways, we've been blabbing, um, so I think the real reason why everyone's here is because they want to know how the honeymoon was. It was terrible. But Awful. Actually, though, before we even, like, start... <laughs> or before we dive into like the whole like what we did i just want to point out and this is not sponsored by any means because we legit booked this not really necessarily knowing what we were getting ourselves into all we knew is that we wanted to go to bora bora that was all we knew um and obviously we booked it but we ended up booking it through costco travel and i was like kind of nervous i was like what do we expect like we, we had really no idea where we were going until, like, recently. Um, and I didn't really do much research about this resort. 
I, I really didn't do much research. I kind of was just like, we'll figure it out when we get there. I would also like to point out that I had no role in planning the honeymoon at all. I just let Tisha take over, which is kind of terrifying when I think about it because yeah. I'm typically the planner. But yeah, right. And I like, usually need to look everything over and be like, okay, yeah, yeah this works. And I just let her kind of take it and go and spend our money. And that was kind of terrifying for me. But I, I put a lot of trust that. in her and it paid off. It really did. Like Costco Travel, 10 out of 10 recommend booking through them. Yeah. Um, like Tisha said, not sponsored, but like it was seamless. Yeah. From, that's what I was. From the moment we got on the plane to the moment we landed all the way up till the end of the travel. Like, yeah. Seamless much cheaper than if you book it on your own yeah so that's what i wanted to kind of like explain real quick is like we did book just it, do it yeah we book it we Nike. booked it through oh my god sorry we booked it through costco travel and again like we didn't really know like anything about this resort whatever um but the the package we had and i'm sure it's still out there because when i look on costco travel i see tahiti bora bora all the time and we booked like a dinner package so basically what it included is you got breakfast every morning, and then it included a three-course meal every single night. Um, so basically, we ended up getting like a three-course meal every night, like per person. So not just like one appetizer to share. It was like we got two appetizers, two meals, two desserts, and then obviously breakfast. Um, but we did like that's the package we got. Anyways, we saved so much money because we didn't like I said we did not do really our research. So we we stayed for seven nights, and then we had all that included. And if you book it through, we stay at the Saint Regis. But if you book it through the Saint Regis, like it's outrageous. Like you you literally just saved so much money through Costco travel. So moral of the story is if you want to go to Bora Bora or Tahiti or really anywhere that Costco Travel offers, definitely check it out because we saved thousands. Yeah, and they take care of a lot for you yes. too. But if you think about it, it makes sense because if you book through the resort, you're going to book your room mm -hmm. and then everything else is going to be an add-on price. Yes. So like you're going to pay 2000 or more per night just for the room through through the St. Regis. And then if you want the meal plan, you're going to pay a significant amount more. Yes. Through Costco tra travel, we got discounts on all of it. Right. The, the room, the meal plan, the butler service, all of it. And let me just say the food, the drinks, the desserts are expensive. So fucking expensive. Like you're spending like 25 minimum for a drink. The, the cheapest alcoholic drink you can get on the resort is $25. I think so, yeah. Like, it but, was. And most of them were more. Yeah. It was like the, the shitty beer that was $25. And then you could yeah. get a... Uh, not a mimosa. You could get a Bloody Mary for $25. I would say everything, like everything else is like was 30. 30 or more. Yeah. Yeah. And I'm saying every single drink is basically 30 A glass of wine, 30 Yeah. Like... Um, your start it, your starters, any appetizer, $30, your meal or more. or more, your meal, $30 or more desserts, $30 or more. So like if you go and you don't have a package or like a meal plan, you could be spending like $200 a meal at least if, especially if you're like, and by the way, these portions are not large, like some, some there's, decent. A, there's five different restaurants on the St. Regis and it depends on where you go. But like the fanciest restaurant there, which is very well known, it's called the Lagoon. The portions are very They're small, so small and, and the meals expensive. are very expensive. So being yeah. on the meal plan, like you can choose anything and you're not paying. I mean, you pay for it in advance technically, but you can choose the most expensive thing on the menu and you're not going to have to pay anything additional. Mm -mm. They did have some options, like some specials and stuff where you would have to pay additional if you want them yeah but we just stuck to the menu because there are plenty of options right um so yeah book through costco travel if you really want to save money or the, especially if you want to go to bora bora the other thing about costco travel too was like they arrange people to like guide you to where you need to be at the airports and yes. stuff too which was so helpful yeah like when we arrived in tahiti so our flight what our flight package was well included in the costco travel was only the flight from LAX to Tahiti and Tahiti to Bora Bora. 
but we had to book our flight from Boston to LAX separately. So we flew Boston to LAX, and then once we got into LAX, we had to fly to Tahiti, which is in like the I think it's the only international airport in French Polynesia, which is why we f- flew into Tahiti. Yeah. So that's really the only option. And then from Tahiti, you get on a smaller plane to fly to the island of Bora Bora. So when we got into Tahiti, we got off the plane and we're like, what the fuck do we do? Because right. we have no idea where to go. We've never been here before. And all of a sudden we're walking and this lady's like, do you have a connecting flight? And we're like, yeah. And she's like, do you see your name on the board? And sure enough, there it was, Rank Brost. Our names were on the board. And we're like, oh yeah, that's us. And she's like, welcome. And she puts lays on our head yeah. around our neck. And she's like, we're going to guide you to the next area you need to go to. And so she literally walks us through the airport, which was outside, by the way. I Don't get me started with the Tahiti airport. Oh, God. It was outside. And so she, like, walks us to the literal line we need to be in to, like, check our baggage because you have to check your baggage for the small flight. And she's like, so here's what's going to happen. And, like, tells us word for word what to expect and what to do next. And mm-hmm. for somebody like me who has major travel anxiety. She's horrible, everybody. <laughs> no, you're I not could be worse. Bad. I could be worse. I'm just more so, like, I need to be organized and prepared. And I get <laughs> anxious when I don't know what's coming next. Yeah. And that was, like, the greatest thing in the world for me. Mm-hmm. Because I was like, thank God, someone just told me what to expect and what to do. Honestly, it was really nice for me too, though, because I've never been out of the country before. So, like, for me, I don't, I'm not familiar with what to do. And, like, I was kind of hoping, like, Rach would know what to do. And so, like, it was just nice. I mean, obviously, like, well, it's they, different on all the different countries you go to. It's different well, every right, time. Right, exactly. I, I mean, there's always customs. You always have to get clearance and everything into a new country. But, yeah. like, it's all looks different because it's new different languages everything like it's always different depending on the country so i'm never gonna fully know unless i've been there before right no and it was it was honestly just so helpful like rich said because like they helped us like with everything and we just like felt more comfortable but we're not going to explain much about like our travels with boston and to la to la to tahiti because i don't think anyone cares about that our flights were great although we weren't able to sit next to each other Well, we got upgraded. Uh, We ended up getting upgraded from our Boston to LA flight, but we weren't able to sit next to each other. And this is really funny, but... (laughs) Forgot about that. So we both had middle seats, but like back, like next to each other. So like she was like aisle 22 and I was 23 or something like that. She was directly behind me. Yes. And so I was like, well, I'm sure someone will switch because the Delta assistant lady was telling us how like, oh, like I'll make sure it's like two seats where... It's all solo travelers, so, like, someone will probably want to switch with you, especially if you say it's your honeymoon. Well, so we go in. I'm like, oh, would anyone want to switch? Like, it's next to my wife. Well, all these people in the four seats that are there are all old white men. men. Yes. And I, as soon as I noticed that, I was like, fuck, I don't even want to say, like, that's my wife. And I told Tisha, I'm like, I'm not confrontational. I will not say a word to people. If you want to switch seats, you need to ask. I'm like, I would much rather just sit apart from each other because I hate asking people questions like that. But as soon as I saw, like, who it was, I was like, none of them are going to move. Like, it's all white men. I can't do it. I can't do it. But I was like, fuck, it's our honeymoon. So I did it. I I was like, does anyone want to move? And... They're like, well, what seat is it? And we're like, oh, no. They're like, nope, nope, nope. They were nope. no, they were nicer than that. Well, I know, but it was just like, I was like, fuck. Well, I told, I was like, nobody wants to switch into a middle seat. That's the stupidest thing I've ever heard. Of course, no one's gonna do that, especially when it's a six-hour flight. Okay, but I would have done it if it was someone's honeymoon. I don't think I would have. Really? You're just, I don't know. Maybe I'm too nice of a person. If it were a two-hour flight, fine. But six hours, I'm not giving up my seat that's not in the middle. Fuck you know, that. I don't know. But anyway, so then I, my dumbass was like, I'll offer or I'll give you $20. <laughs> they all laugh at me. I'm like, fuck, of course. They don't need $20. These like, are, like, very obviously well-off white men who don't need your money and then $20. I laughed so hard. I was like, oh my God. I was like embarrassed. I was like, I can't believe I said all that. Now I have to sit in between them. (laughs) But they ended up being nice. They were. Both the guys on each side of me like made conversation just briefly, like not the whole flight, just at the beginning, like, oh, where are you going for your honeymoon and stuff like that. And the other guy next to me was like, hey, it was worth a shot. And I'm like, honestly, I wouldn't have wanted to switch either. So I don't blame you. So it, it would end up being fine. 
But just had to throw that in. But anyway, so we it, had... The part of her asking if they would switch for $20 was the most comical thing I've ever heard in my life. I know. I am It was an idiot. so funny. And honestly, like, it was nice, though, because we were upgraded, so it is whatever. But, um, so anyways, we... As Rich said, the Tahiti airport is hot. It's gross. There's it's no like AC. Outside. It's outside. It's crowded, loud. It's just... We were in sweatshirts also, so it was, like, really hot. I mean, I know it was, like, in the morning, but it was just gross. Like, and like we said, like, thank God we had someone from Costco Travel there to, like, help guide us. But once we got on the smaller plane to Bora Bora, it's about, like, a... 40 50 minute flight sit on the left side just saying um if you're flying to bora Bora. if you're if you're sitting yeah if you're from tahiti to to bora bora sit on the left side for the best views yeah um but it was beautiful it's when we say small flight it's not like a seaplane or anything that was my biggest fear about this trip was that they were going to put me on a seaplane and those things terrify me i will not do a helicopter i will not do a seaplane no 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 if it's about like you will have you will have to knock me out but yeah this these planes were like your small delta plane pretty much yeah like it wasn't anything crazy um but yeah when we got into bora bora that airport is wild because it's so small it's tiny teeny tiny and we'll talk about this more at the end but like so tiny that when you leave there's no security like you can just get on the plane with whatever you want which yeah. is terrifying um but when we got in you so getting onto flights in Tahiti and off of flights in Bora Bora and vice versa you're walking out onto the runway and using the stairs so i know there's a lot of airports that do that especially outside of the u.s so it's pretty common but it was just really cool to like walk onto these flights like that and especially when you're coming off in bora bora with the water surrounding you, it's just like so neat you're like walking right into paradise um and then you walk into this tiny teeny airport and you wait for your luggage to come out which they do by hand there's no like conveyor belt for the luggage they literally just like they literally drove it over in a tractor i don't know if you noticed that oh i know a tractor was pulling a like a wagon i guess and that that's how they get the luggage from the plane they literally pulled it from the plane to the the airport come here and it all happens very quickly and so we grabbed our luggage and then they have like all these little like stands set up one for each resort that was actually so cool it was it was really cute because it's on it's like physically on the water yeah and so you walk out the door and there's docks you have to take a boat to wherever you're going yeah so the um and this is another really great thing about booking through Costco travel is they book all of your, not only do they book your flights, but they book your boat rides to and from the resort. Mm -hmm. And I read a lot of blogs before going just to try to like figure out what to expect. As I said, I'm an anxious traveler and a lot of people were like, Oh, and when you get to the airport, you have to buy your boat ride and it's a fortune and it's like $30 per person, whatever. So booking through Costco travel, it was included. So we didn't have to worry about paying an extra fee to get on the boat and go there. We didn't have to worry about waiting for it or worrying about whether or not it was going to be there for us. It was there because Costco travel booked it for us. And it was just so like every single transition getting there was so so seamless yeah yeah Yeah. and so we we find saint regis and we walk up and he goes mrs bros like they all know our name they knew like they were expecting us and there were other people that got on our on our boat too but he just knew who we were i'm he's like it's the two women i'm sure i don't know but he greeted us by name and then put two more lays on our head Mm mm-hmm and these flowers smelled amazing, by the way. Yeah, it's Tisha's new favorite scent. I don't really know how to pronounce it exactly. It's like the Tyre flower, Tyre. I don't even know something like that. And it's essentially it's like a gardenia. Is that how you pronounce sure, it? Gardenia. Uh-huh. I don't know, but it's amazing. Like the best smell and in the world. They have that smell with everything. And after he put those on our head, he handed us these wet 
freezing cold towels. Oh my god, it felt amazing. Because we were sweating balls at this point. We were still in our sweatshirts. And he hands us these towels and he goes, he goes, for your neck. And <laughs> so we're like being treated like royalty, royalty as we walk into this airport and we're like looking like scrags with all the travel. We've been traveling for 20... It was a long time. Four hours almost at that point because we had a 12-hour layover in the LAX airport. It was brutal. So we'd been traveling for at least 24 hours. Probably was more, it Probably honestly. was more. And so we both took the the washcloth to put on our neck and then we smelled the flowers on it. So it's very like custom for them to hand you these wet towels that smell like the flowers yeah it's and it's amazing amazing like legit the best the best smell yeah like, and, and they, they'll forever like remind us of our honeymoon yeah and they also like they'll hand them to you at dinner sometimes too which was actually comical because we went to the fancy <laughs> restaurant and they handed us handed us each a towel and well when we got it at the airport the guy told us to put it on our neck well now we're at dinner and i'm looking at tisha and i'm like i'm not sweating though like i don't really need to cool down Mm -hmm. and so we both kind of look at each other and the waitress is standing there we're like what the fuck do we do with these right now (laughs) and i'm just kind of like patting my face a little (laughs) with it and like the back of my neck a little with it like this is i don't know if i'm doing this right and tisha's kind of doing the same thing and then we just kind of like hand it back to her Anyways, a couple next to us sits down at the table and gets handed the towels, and they washed their hands with it, which is probably what we were supposed to do. And they, like, wiped their hands down with it. I'm like, oh, we're at dinner now. It makes sense. You should probably just clean your hands with it. Here we are being fucking idiots and, like, patting the back of our neck. You know, I'm sure But we weren't the only ones, because then another couple sat down and did the same thing. They kind of looked at each other like, what the fuck? What are we supposed to do? he started patting his, I'm like, oh, thank God. Yeah. So we're not the only ones who did it. Honestly, I don't think it necessarily really matters what you do with it. I basically just put it, like, on my chest, too, because I was wearing, like, a a lower cut dress, and I was like, okay, like, I want to smell, like, this flower. So I basically just, like, drenched myself in it. But anyways, so, yeah, then we got on, um the boat to the island and when i tell you this water is bluer than it looks in the photos i am not kidding like it is it's not you know how there's like instagram versus reality yeah like instagram is reality yeah i was gonna say better i was gonna say like like reality is better than even better than it but it is pretty damn close to reality yeah i was gonna say like when you look at pictures on pinterest and instagram of bora bora you're like there's no way that water can be that color like it's definitely like filtered whatever no No, it's it's not not. no filters at all it is it really feels like like once you get off that last flight and you finally are on your boat it feels like that's the fucking gate of heaven yeah like because nothing feels real. Like you, you walk look out around, and it's beautiful. Yeah, like instantly beautiful. There's mountains. Like you can see the mainland mountain behind the airport, or like in front of the airport. They have like this beautiful Bora Bora Airport sign when you come out. Mm-hmm. It's just like it's wow. it's so fucking crazy because like not only does it like look beautiful, but you get the aromas of that flower. You get the aromas of salt water. You so, hear like, all the birds. Chirping literally, it's and, paradise. Like yeah, and it, we it's got, crazy. We got really lucky because so uh, Tisha helped me out. Which month starts rainy season? technically november so november through like april or march or april somewhere around that time is rainy season so we booked our honeymoon in the off season which was also making making it cheaper which also made it cheaper yes and actually like we can get into this more later but i kind of recommend it and i'll tell you why later on when we start talking about the resort Mm -hmm. but we booked in the rainy season. When we got there, it was sunny. And it was beautiful. beautiful. And our weather throughout, like, yes, there was a lot of rain, but Bora Bora's weather forecast is so, like, unpredictable and changes so quickly that it can be raining one second and then one second later the sun comes out and it's a beautiful day or vice versa like yeah. the sun will literally be out and then all of a sudden it's raining you're like what the fuck just happened it just comes out of nowhere and so the, the weather app itself not even correct no the weather app will tell you it's raining and it'll be beautiful, beautiful. and sunny like it's just it's very confusing 
and gives you whiplash. But if you're like worried about booking because it's the rainy season, just do it. Like the weather isn't an issue. You might have a couple hours during the day where you have to stay inside because it's pouring rain. Or if you're like us, you can be crazy and And just go go enjoy time in the rain because it's still 80 degrees. And the rain's warm and the rain feels good. (laughs) Yeah. So that was not even a concern for us and it Mm -hmm. ended up working out just fine. Um, But we got really lucky because our first day there and we got in at 8.30. I think so. It was like in the morning. Yeah, we got in early in the morning and we had a full beautiful sunny day ahead yeah the whole di- first day was beautiful it was we so we take the we take the boat ride to st regis which is where we were staying which we also didn't realize that's where couples retreat the movie was filmed which was really cool we watched that on the we, we ended up watching it on the <laughs> way home but anyway so we pull up to the resort and like honestly i feel like it was just like so cool even just like being on the boat ride to the resort because Boat rides are always fun and you get to see like other resorts and all the other villas and like when it's so like fresh to you like Rachel and I were like oh is that one ours is that one ours yeah, well because like, you just drive past all of these villas over the water right. and you're like that could be it that could, could be, be it, it. and yeah. I think we only passed one or two before we finally showed up yeah. at ours but you're like as you're pulling in you're like oh my god this is our resort yeah and you're just like mind blown we by were it. so amazed by the it. villas over the water are unlike anything I've ever seen in my life yeah Fucking so beautiful. we pull up to St. Regis and and we got out of the boat and again royalty treatment because they were like don't worry about your luggage like leave it blah 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 blah. oh yeah they don't let you carry your own luggage no and we were greeted um with our own personal butler which Rachel and I have never ever had like this kind of treatment before so I think we both were like we never booked at something this fancy yeah so I think we also were both just kind of like what do we do like what the heck yeah well and also like we knew ahead of time that we were going to have a butler because it was included in the Costco package and neither of us knew what that meant yeah and I so I was kind of like are they with us the whole time? Is it weird? Do they live in our villa? Like, what does this mean? Yeah. And I also had, you know, like that stereotype thought in my head that we're going to have a man. Yeah. So that part made me a little nervous. But when we got off the boat and were greeted, to our happy surprise, it was a woman. Um. And so our butler, Florina, greeted us as soon as we got off the boat and she's like mrs brost everybody mrs brost madam brost it was (laughs) it was just so fun to hear that um she greeted us right away she gave us mango juice which don't get me started with the juices on this island every they had a juice of the day every morning and they were so good the fruit there was so fucking good as any tropical island would be um and so she she um gave us this juice and she's like so your your room isn't ready yet would you like a tour of the resort resort. and we're like yeah of course and we kind of figured there wouldn't be cars on the island we weren't sure but we're like i don't know how they get around on the island it's probably just by foot or bike and little did we know they have golf carts galore on this island (laughs) so she walks over to this golf cart and she's like get on (laughs) And so we get on the golf cart and she just drove us around the entire island. Holy shit, was it Well, beautiful. not the hi- the island, the resort. The re- well, it was the whole yeah. island was the resort. Yeah. Because they're all small. The resorts are all on their own small islands. Yeah. So it was just so much fun, too. Because, like, at that time, like, everything is so new. And she's, you know, showing us around the resort and, like, pointing out, like, this is this. Like, there was a tennis court. There's a spa. There's a fitness center. There's a... The well, fitness center was really fucking nice. I didn't use it, I'll be honest, but yeah. we looked in it and we're like, oh damn. They had like everything you could possibly need. Yeah. Um, there's like something called the Lagoonarium, which is basically like a lagoon aquarium. <laughs> and so she took us to where there. all the fish are, where yeah. you go snorkeling. Like each well, I don't know about each resort, but our resort and I know one other I was reading about. I think four seasons. They have their own blocked off lagoon area. So what that means is like it's part of the Bora Bora Lagoon, but they put up fences so bigger fish like sharks and rays can't get into the lagoon area. So it's essentially a safe place to snorkel. Yeah. 
Um, Which, honestly, though, and even the fucking lagoon, the real lagoon is a safe place to Well, snorkel. yeah, but you know people are, like, scared. Yeah. Like, people are too scared to get in the water because of, th- of bigger fish like right. that. Right. Yep. And it's strictly for guests of the resort only. Right. So it's, like, it's a place to go snorkel that won't be so busy with other random people. Mm-hmm. Um, to be honest, I was kind of intimidated by the resort at first because it felt huge it did like we kind of looked at each other like we're not gonna know how to get anywhere and it feels bigger than it actually is yeah especially at first because like you're getting taken by this golf cart around out like everywhere and it just it felt so large and it was a lot of information to take to take in all at once yes and like she was taking us to all the different restaurants and like there, it was just so much, like yeah. literally so much was happening. And then um, we had some time to wait, obviously, mm-hmm. because our room wasn't ready, but breakfast was still being served because they- We got there early. They served breakfast until 1030. So we actually were able to get breakfast the first day we were there, which was great. Um, and once again, we had no idea what to expect. What to expect, no. So, well, before we went to breakfast, though, they, like, let us have access to our luggage and a, like, changing room, so we were able to freshen up a bit, because we felt gross. So we both changed into, like, tank tops and shorts and our sandals and, like, wipe, washed our face, brushed yeah, our teeth. Like, we did all we the were things, because so we felt when we disgusting. Got there. And then we felt more presentable to go to breakfast. Um, and like I said, we had no idea what to expect. We knew it was a buffet. We didn't know if it was going to be like your typical hotel complimentary breakfast. I was assuming it wouldn't, but you never know. Yeah. Especially since it's like included. And, um, we just didn't know how it all worked either. Mm -mm. So Florina brought us to the breakfast room or area, which is like this nice patio restaurant right on the water. Beautiful views. And she introduced us to the, like, I want to say he was probably the head server because he was there every morning and he was kind of like the head guy. He wasn't the manager, though, because we met the manager. But she she introduced us to him and his name was Tiva. Tiva or Teva, something like that. Yeah, one or the other. And he was the cutest, kindest man. And he brought us to a table and he kind of explained everything to us, like, First, you order your drinks, and all the drinks, uh, non-alcoholic drinks, were included, so you could get iced coffee, iced latte, hot latte, hot coffee, any type of juice you could think of, um, water, tea, literally whatever you wanted to drink. And then after you order your drinks, you go to the buffet, and someone will come back later to take an order from their menu they had on the table, which was also all included, and that had like eggs, omelets, toast, Things like that. Porridge. Porridge. <laughs> porridge, yeah. Um, and so we're like, okay. And so we kind of go over to the buffet and we're like, holy shit. It's like a lot. Massive. Yeah, like you have. Massive buffet. There Everything was, you can think of. Yeah, like from as simple as cereal and toast to pancakes to a yogurt parfait bar to a charcuterie area. Crepes. To they had fruit, rice. They had. Pastries literally salad they covered everything they had fish options like anything you could think of was in this buffet and it was amazing food yeah like it was the meal we looked forward to every single every day. day and the best part was like lunch wasn't included in our meal plan and i don't think they included it in anybody's meal plan to I be honest it it's is. just kind of if you want to eat there's one restaurant open during lunchtime and that's where you go mm-hmm. we did not go once because this buffet was so large and you can eat as much as you want and go up as many times as you want. And that's we were we not did. hungry at lunchtime. <laughs> no. So it was, yeah, the breakfast was phenomenal. It was like, I feel like we weren't expecting it to be that good. And we would go up and we'd go up and we'd go up until we couldn't eat anymore. And when we first got there, like Rach got iced coffee and I got an iced latte, but we soon found out that the... Oh, which, by the way, I was really surprised they had, like, almond milk, oat milk, like, all those different, like, milks. milks. I was like, oh, my God, like, I guess this is a fancy place. But we found out real fast that the iced coffee would soon become one of our favorites. Oh, the coffee was so good. It was. I could have drank it black. Rachel legit had iced coffee, like, every single morning, but not just, like, one cup. She'd have at least two, potentially three someday. And it was just like, girl... How are you drinking this much coffee? But it, it was amazing. Well, if you think about it, I feel like the coffee I have at home is always bigger. 
It is. They were like smaller. They were smaller. Cups. Yeah. But yeah. So we had our first breakfast. Phenomenal. 10 out of 10. Especially the view we had. And by the time we were basically done with breakfast, Florina, our butler, came up to us and she was like, your room's ready. And we didn't know where our luggage was at that time. But like, we kind of just like trusted, like, you know, they you took care to of where it. it needs to be. So when she showed us our room, sure enough, our luggage was already in there. It was in the closet. <laughs> yeah. Like already put away. And they offered to unpack it for us. And I was like, no, no, you don't have to do that. Which would have been, like, cool, but at the same time, I just feel like I don't like when people touch my stuff because I don't know where it, like, is then. Yeah. And I feel like I would have went into, like, panic mode of, like, oh, where is this? Like, where did they put this? Which I kind of did go into panic mode the first night, which I'll get into because there's also turndown service, which we're not oh familiar with. Um, <laughs> but so, really, the first day, we kind of just enjoyed our own villa. We... Because the weather was so nice, like, immediately once we got into our room, we changed into our swimming suits and well jumped off. And we'd been awake. I mean, we slept as best as we could on the yeah, plane. we but weren't like, really tired. We'd been awake since 3 a.m. East Coast time the day before. Yeah. So this was going on probably, like, 36 hours at this point with very limited sleep and none of it being in a bed. Mm-mm. And so... We thought we were going to be exhausted. Yeah. We were just on a fucking high. We were. And as soon as we saw that water, we were just like, well, okay, even I'm not we, tired anymore. Even when we saw our villa, I think we were kind of in a high too. And we were just like, let's put the suits on and jump off immediately. Yeah. And that's what we did. Yeah. We well, jumped we off looked of around our, the whole villa first. Yeah. But then we put our suits on. The villa was beautiful. It was, so it was one bedroom in a living room in a bathroom with your own personal deck that you can jump with a ladder that you can jump off of so it's like a huge deck because there's like the main area where you have two like lounge chairs and then there's an a higher level of um a table with chairs to sit mm-hmm. at underneath like a canopy and then you go down the stairs and it's a lower level deck that you can jump off of into the water with a ladder and a shower to rinse off so this villa is bigger than our apartment when i tell you the fucking bathroom itself was bigger than our like kitchen and living room combined like the bathroom was obnoxiously large but it was amazing it was so nice there was like a separate shower and then a bathtub and then there's the coolest thing about the villa was the like um glass in the floor where you could see down below the villa and at one point, like, we saw a turtle down there. We had a sea turtle that kept coming back. And you could see fish down there. And it's just really cool. But there was a little glass square in the bathroom. There was a huge rectangular glass square in the living room by the couch. And then there were two smaller ones um, right when you walk in the door, which is mm-hmm. super cool. And, yeah, this bathroom double sinks, just fucking massive. And then a closet with, like, a safe and everything to keep your, your like, passport and all of that in, which was really nice. Yeah. Um, and the bed super comfortable 10 out of 10 would sleep in that bed again same then there's two doors to go out onto the deck so there's an entrance in your bedroom so that you like open the the bed was facing the deck so you'd open the blinds and you're laying in bed and there's just a beautiful view of the lagoon we were on the lagoon side and then you walk like out of the bedroom and around the corner to the living room and there's a whole nother set of doors with the couch facing the water but you're kind of facing the other villa because it's angled that way so you don't have as good of a view from the living room but the bedroom view was wonderful but the windows so that was the door view the window view in the living room looked out to the lagoon so you could literally just like look any direction and there is a beautiful view yeah because you're you're literally surrounded by the lagoon which the saint regis has multiple different um like rooms and all that and places to stay but we were staying in the over the water lagoon superior superior yes the deluxe was i think the two bedroom that could be because there's 
we didn't have a pool or anything, but there are ones with pools. There's ones with two bedrooms and a pool. So like, it really just depends. But we just had the classic one bedroom and it's plenty. I will say if, it, if you're just a couple, like two people going, the one bedroom's plenty. Unless you don't you really even want really, the pool. you don't even really need the pool unless you're like afraid to go in the ocean, but it really isn't bad. They also have pools in the resort, the resort but then there also is land villas that like have a view of like the actual ocean itself not the lagoon and those ones have their own pools yeah. in the backyard the, yeah. the land villas are cool because they have like their own whole ass backyard and a lot yeah. of them have access to a beach that the general like population like all the overwater bungalow people don't have access to yeah because so you, like, you kind of have your own beach. private beach area but it's not over the water. And I'm like, the point we, of us going there was to have the over the right. water bungalow. But either way, you can't go wrong. No, you can't. So, yeah, we basically just, the first day, we ended up spending, like, our time in the villa, jumping off of our dock. I think we might have went to the beach, maybe. I'm not, I think we did. I'm not really quite I sure. I think we did. But for dinner, for dinner, we ended up having, they have, like, a Monday burger night. So, that's what we did. And... Our first experience for dinner was very interesting because, like we said, we we didn't know how it really worked yet. We didn't know how to order because we knew we were on a meal plan, but we didn't know if everybody else would know we were on a meal plan. Like, we just had no idea what the process was. And we didn't know at that time, do we both get appetizers and both get desserts or do we yeah, only no get one Yeah, because no one really each? explained it to us, which I guess we could have asked, but... We didn't really think of it till we were sitting there with the menus. Yeah, and we thought at that point they would have, like, kind of told us about it but anyway so we both ordered burgers they were probably like our least favorite m- meal we had we didn't have appetizers right no because we, we didn't, didn't know, know. yeah didn't know i'd say the burgers are, so our first meal was probably our least favorite we had because they were just average they were burgers. average there wasn't anything special no and so we ended up ordering water um and then for dessert we had like a passion mango gelato, which was really good. Oh, yeah, but that was we, really again, good. we wish we could have like... We shared it. We shared it. And he only brought two scoops, I think. I think it was a two scoops, which we could have each got three scoops ourselves. But you know what? That's a <laughs> different story. Anyways, eventually we get the bill and it's like $20. And we're like, what the fuck? Like, I thought we were on a meal plan. We didn't really complain about it. We just kind of did it. But we ended up having to pay for water. Out of all the things, we ended up paying for the water. It was because he came up and he said, do you want sparkling or still water? And those were the two options he gave us. And I said, still, please. And he brought out like the Evian brand glass bottle of water. Which is what they were giving us the entire, like, they hand out Evian. They're like, it's candy for free. Yeah, but it was the plastic bottles they were giving everybody else. At dinner, they give you the fancy glass bottle and... I should have known because I feel like that always happened when I was in Europe too, is like if you order the still water, they're going to give it to you in a fancy glass bottle and they're going to charge you for it. And it was $9. That happened here. And then he asked us if we wanted more water and we thought he meant like to fill our glasses. And we're like, oh yes, please. And so he filled our glasses and then he walked away and he came back with a second bottle, bottle. a second bottle of it. And here we still aren't aware that we're paying for it. But at that point we were like, we're not even thirsty anymore. Like our meals are over. Like we don't want to drink more water. And so we're like, whatever. We refilled our glass one more time and drank some. And we were very dehydrated. So it kind of worked out. We did need the water, but like we didn't know we could have said we wanted tap water and then we wouldn't have paid for it. Right. But then we get the bill and it's like $18 and we're like, what the fuck? And it's for the water. And we're like, we didn't even want the second (laughs) bottle. (laughs) So yeah, we learned our, we learned our lesson the hard way, but um, real on the first night. So after that, we always just asked for tap water, house water, and then we never had to pay another penny. So that's a but, pro tip if you do go to Bora Bora, if you don't mind drinking tap water. Well, some people are probably laughing and probably like, I could have told you that. And it's like, right. well, I haven't traveled in like abroad in what, four, almost four years because it was pre-20, like pre-COVID, pre-2020, last time I was abroad and... And I've you never know, gone I just, abroad. It did cross my mind and we were jet lagged and tired. We hadn't slept at this point. So I'm just going to put it all on that. Yeah, but we did end up going to bed pretty early, I think, that first night just because, you know, we were tired and it was a lot to um, kind of take in. 
Um, but this is where it gets funny. So after dinner, we get home. We had a really late Or we dinner. get back to our villa. And I immediately go, someone was in here. I'm confused. I was freaked out because the, not like the, the, the bathroom door was closed, but the bathroom's weird where it was just the toilet that was, had a door that was closed. That was closed and the mirror was completely shut. And the blinds were all closed. And the blinds were closed. we hadn't done. But I didn't really think... Process that. No. And I had to go to the bathroom so bad. So so basically when I walked in, I didn't even notice there was stuff on the bed. The first thing I noticed was that the bathroom door was closed. And that the mirrors were closed. And I was terrified. I was like, what the fuck? Someone was in here. In the closet door. Yeah, that's what I meant. Like the mirror is like the closet door. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. But anyways, so... Then we realized, oh, you know, eventually, very quickly, that they have turned down service and they left us a little note that said good night <laughs> with a like with a little card with like fun facts and some cute. like body oil. Um, and we we you know obviously like laughed and we thought it was cute, but not only did they do that, we realized very quickly when we started to find things that they were put away. Or folded up or wrapped up like our phone chargers. They were like every evening they would wrap them up very nicely and like put them away underneath the cupboard. Like they would our our toothbrushes. Yeah, the toothbrushes would always get like put, they would flip a cup over and put our toothbrush in the cup for us. They would wrap our like curling iron and put them in a drawer. There was just so many if things. If there were clothes laying out, like, they would, like, fold them for you and put them somewhere. It like, was so funny. Like, at that point. literally left it spotless every night. Oh, yeah. We just kind of almost, like, laughed about it every single time. Because they do, they're all, like, you get a different person every night. And they'd all do things a little differently or be super particular about certain things. Mm-hmm. And it was just comical. But it was really nice because they give you all fresh towels and, robes. like, clean the floors yeah. and give you new robes and all the stuff. And, and so, then the, like, little body oil with the little message. Like, oh, that yeah, was our favorite oil. thing that they did was, every like I said, every single night we'd have a little note on our bed with a card and body oil. And I feel like that was, like, our favorite thing. Yeah. And they'd say something different every night. It was good night, sweet dreams. Peaceful night. Peaceful night. Great night. I don't even know. Um, one of them was really cute. It was the last one we got. It was something like never stop following your dreams or something. Or, like, turn your dreams into reality or something it was like some, that. It was cute. It was something like that. Yeah. But they would always leave us a little note, and then they'd always leave us a bottle of water next to our bed. Which was so nice. Like, but this is what became a problem is, so we would go to dinner, and most of our dinners were probably, like, 6 p.m., but the problem was is we'd go to dinner, we'd probably would get back 7.30, 8 o'clock, and by the time we come back to our villa, turn down service has already happened, so all those shades are closed. We would immediately be like, okay, time for bed. Every night. Every and single we night. We were exhausted. We were. Every night. We because, were. Because, like, we would snorkel. We would do things in the water. We'd be in the sun all day. We were ready for bed by 8, 8.30 every night. And turndown service really helped that. Oh, and it, honestly, I love turndown service. I miss it. I wish um, we had it here. Me too. Now hiring Butler for turndown <laughs> service. Because it really was just so nice to, like, have them, like, have, like, the the... What the fuck are they called? I can't... Curtains. Jesus Christ. yeah. Just, like, all of it, like, ready for bed. here's the other thing. On the island, there's no nightlife. No, there isn't. There is literally no nightlife. So there's two pools. There's the main pool, which is on the main area of the island, and it's open to everybody. So kids can go there, and it's, like, connected to the bar. So there's, like, a pool bar that you can swim up to. Um, and then it's like right across from the beach. So there's that pool. And then there's another pool that's an adult only pool, which is over the bridge towards the villas. So it was mm-hmm. closer to us. And but that, they're, they're not open very well. Late. That pool is more like private and secluded. And there's like probably five different little like canopy villas for you to use. Um, and you, you get your own like mini pool. 
So it's kind of cool because there's like the big pool for everybody that's at the pool, but then there's like five separate villas to go to and each one has a mini pool where it's only the two of you have access to it. Mm -hmm. So I thought that was really cool. But those pools close at what, like five? No, they I think it was like, like six. They close, they close out like early. when the sun sets, essentially. Mm-hmm. So when you're done with dinner, like the beach is all closed up. The beach boys have gone to bed. We love the beach boys, by the way, not the band, like the beach boys <laughs> at St. Yeah, Regis. Yeah. Everything's closed up. If you can go take a walk on the beach if you want to, or like walk around the resort, which we tried one night and it was terrifying. We'll tell you more later. Um, or you can go to bed or technically you can go sit on your deck, but right. if turndown service has already happened and all the blinds are closed, you, you walk in and you're like, about it. okay, we'll just go to bed. Yeah. And which is what, what we did. Yeah. There's, there's no nightlife. There's Mm-mm. no bars to go to. You can't even go to the swim up bar at the pool because the pool's closed. Like yeah. it, that part was kind of bizarre to me. Same. I was actually expecting was there to be say. somewhere to go after dinner and yeah. there wasn't. No, I was expecting that too. Like, I feel like. I don't know what, I mean, obviously I, I didn't really do much research, so I don't really know what I was expecting, but well, I definitely like the expected like there to be like kind of a club like a party. Scene. Yeah. Yeah. And there wasn't. And there wasn't. So like, we just went the fuck to bed. Everything like, like it, by 10 o'clock, that resort is dead. Well, even by eight. Yeah. It, like it if you're not, to, you can have an eight o'clock dinner. I think that eight, eight thirty was like the latest reservation time. Mm-hmm. And if you're not going to dinner at that time, you're in your villa, either going to sleep or doing whatever people do at that time. Yeah. So anyways, we went to bed and the next morning, which was really, this was probably one of our favorite things because our butler had told us to do this. So she said, you just dial nine in the morning and you tell them you want coffee. So we woke up, we dialed nine and sure enough, they bring us two iced coffees and cream to our villa. And this is complimentary, not just like we have to pay for it. So we got our coffees delivered. We did that every morning. Every we started single every single morning, morning with coffee. In our robes. to our villa in our robes. And then once we were, like, done with our coffee, we would walk over to breakfast. And the first, like, official day, so, like, well, I guess this would be day two, but it was pineapple juice for the day. The juice in the day, yeah. And it was amazing. Like, the juices there were really, really good. But anyway, so we had a good breakfast, and after breakfast, we ended up going to the Lagoonarium, and they... They provide complimentary snorkel gear for all of yeah. their guests, which is amazing. Like, so, you don't have to pay for it. Yeah, so we were um, snorkeling in there, and they have, like, this giant fish. And I don't really know what the name of it was called, because it's, it's, it's huge. And, like, when we were getting the tour the first day, our butler was like, yeah, like there's a giant fish. Like maybe she's calling lucky. it the blue fish. Yeah, she said like, you need to find the blue fish. Yeah, she's like, if you're lucky, you'll see the blue fish. Well, literally the first, like one of the first times we went snorkeling, we found him. Yeah, and it was so cool, like swimming up next to him, and like he's a big guy. Yeah, he's like as big as us. <laughs> like he, but he's very like, wider. yeah, he's very fat, and he's so cute. But His he was cute so cute. Face. So we spent like our second day snorkeling and. We ended up going to the beach and we had some coconut water. Mm. So that was really good too. The coconut they handed there to was you, amazing. They handed it to you in like the actual, the actual coconut. coconut. Yeah, which, there are coconut trees all over the island. I was going to say, which so. French Polynesia is very known for their coconuts. So like it makes sense. Like you have to just go there and have anything in a coconut. because Or anything coconut flavor. That's what I was going to say. Anything coconut related, like you have to. But then the second night, this is where we went to dinner at the fancy place. Oh, God. And so this place is called The Lagoon, and it is the fanciest restaurant. If you're, like, a very high-class person who always goes to fancy restaurants, you will absolutely love this place. Oh, absolutely. Like, what we're about to say next is by no means bashing this place because it was... The food was phenomenal. It the was. The service was phenomenal. The atmosphere, amazing. Like, it was your high-end... rest, Your typical high-end restaurant with wonderful service. Mm-hmm. But... If you're someone like me who kind of has food anxiety and you don't really like to venture out with food because she's very picky, it gives you anxiety and you don't know if you're allergic to certain things, <laughs> then it might not be the place for you. So yeah. 
we we loved it because we did it gave us an excuse to really really dress fancy mm-hmm. um well, and also it had the best view i was gonna say and it has the best view because it's over the, it's literally a very large over the water bungalow but it's an over the water restaurant yeah they have like the big glass floor like almost that entire floor was glass yeah so you can see underneath so like, you can all the see fishies. what's swimming below you while you eat yep. and then there's a beautiful view of the mountain right out ahead of you and it gets the best sunsets on the island which we actually were kind of like sad because we didn't really get to experience like a very like pretty sunset but because it was so cloudy it didn't even matter because i feel like the view itself even without a sunset is beautiful like i'm sure watching the sunset if you have a good view like oh my god i can't even imagine but our problem was the clouds. It was, it was very just cloudy, cloudy every evening, and we yeah. just didn't get to see the sunset. So, anyways, we get to this restaurant. We ended up actually ordering a glass of wine because it was like a was it Tahiti or it was a French Polynesian wine. Yeah, so it was. It was really good. It was a sweet. It was a sweet wine, which obviously that wasn't included in our dinner package, but that's okay. And then that was the only drink we ordered the entire trip at a restaurant. Yes, but finally we get here and she explains to us like, "Oh, you have the meal pa- you have the meal plans. So you can get two starters, two meals and two desserts." And we we're like, "About fucking time someone explains it to yeah. us." And so we ended up ordering this like sweet potato and local cheese um, starter. Yeah. Cuz that's the only thing we ordered, right? Well, we or only ordered one because we thought that, or we weren't interested in any of the other yeah, appetizers. That's what I thought. So we just ordered one. And when you read like cheese and sweet potato platter, you think you're gonna get like a charcuterie. charcuterie that's board. what we thought. Like, it that's was kind of what be. you think it's gonna be. So that's kind of what we were expecting. We're like, oh, we can just split that. And she's like, okay. Well, well before, before we yeah. even get that brought out to us, she brings out two bowls and sets one in front of Tish, one instead of They're very small in front bowls. of me. Tiny, tiny, tiny portions. But we look at it and we're like, there's no way this is the cheese platter. I was scared. And Tisha looks at me and she starts talking. She's like, the chef would like you to enhance your appetite or enhance, yeah. En- Kickstart no. your appetite. Kickstart your appetite before you get your meal. This is, and she starts rambling off a bunch of words and it started with tuna tart. And then it kept going with a bunch of different things. And maybe we misheard her and maybe it it had nothing to do with tuna. I don't know. It was definitely tuna. All I heard was pineapple. And there was pineapple in it. And I don't remember what else. But she was like, enjoy. And like walks away. And Tisha and I look at each other like, what the fuck is this? Well, and I was like, we didn't fucking order this. We didn't order this. What is this? Why is this in front of me right now? Do I have to eat this? Would it be rude not to eat this? And of course me, I'm like, well, I'm going to at least try it. I don't want to be entirely rude, but I knew Tisha would not touch it. Even if I told her it was good, she was not going to touch it. So I'm like, I really hope I like this so I can make it look like we both ate it. And I took a bite of it. And lo and behold, it was amazing. Like, it was actually really good. And if it was tuna, I couldn't tell at all. And I'm terrified of tuna. So I was actually really scared to eat this. Yeah. But it was all of the, like, spices and stuff that were on it were so good. And the pineapple made it, like, yes, it was good. She tried to get me to and try it. And I did take, like, a teeny, like, little you taste. You ate a pineapple from yeah, it is what and you did. It was fine. But I was, like, I was scared of it. I was, like, fuck, no, I'm not finishing that. Yeah. And anyway, so I ate mine. And then I switched my bowls with, bowl with Tisha and ate hers, too. And it was a tiny, tiny, tiny portion. So I'm, like, whatever. Anyway, so then this new woman comes up to our table. She's wearing white. Everybody else, was, all the other servers were wearing black. And she goes, she looks directly into my eyes and does not even acknowledge Tisha. I think she noticed I ate both of them. <laughs> I think she watched me eat both of them. She's like, what did you think of it? How was it? And I was like, oh, it was really, really good. And she goes, that's so wonderful. And like takes the plates and walks away. And I look at Tisha, I go, she definitely just watched me scarf both of those down and you not touch a single thing. (laughs) Well, anyway, she kept coming back and like asking us about the meals and stuff. So we assumed she was the chef. Later on, we kind of started to realize that anybody dressed in white was a manager of the restaurant and all the servers were in black. It wasn't the chef. It was just very confusing to us at the time because it was also new. Um... But it was just really funny because she definitely watched me eat both of them. So anyways, 
After that whole scene, then she brings out the appetizer. The and, local and cheese and we're sweet potato. waiting for our cheese platter to come out, baby. I'm about to scarf it down. Fuck I hope yeah. there's some crackers. Like, yeah. oh, I'm so pumped about it. Nope. Well, <laughs> it was very kind of her. She brought two. She goes, I figured that it'd be harder to share. It's kind of a small serving. So I brought you each one. I'm like, oh, okay. She sets it in front of us. It's in a bowl. That's my... First yeah, alarm yep. is this is not a platter because it is not on a plate. And it did the not worst. look like cheese. Well, that not only did it not look like cheese, but it was fucking warm. It was, yeah, it was warm. It was like a melted bowl of some sort. And so if you're familiar with like the cheese curds that you heat up in the microwave and then they melt. I don't know if any of you done that. In your childhood, I think it's a very Midwestern thing to do, especially because cheese curds are very Midwestern. But, or even if you take a bite into a cheese curd and you see like the cheesy gooiness of the cheese, like that is what the cheese looked like in this bowl. And it was like over lettuce and cabbage. And apparently there were sweet potatoes in there. Never saw. I don't know where the sweet potatoes were, but it was just like melted cheese over the top of lettuce and vegetables and apparently sweet potatoes were in there that we didn't notice. Very it was interesting. Bizarre. Anyways, I took a bite and I'm like, it's not bad. It's like not what I was expecting, but like right. it has a good taste. And then Tisha ended up eating it too and it was fine. We finished both plates. But we're like, we were, is I that how kind of everything is going to be yeah. on this island? <laughs> Same. Like, n- literally not what we expected no. to any extent. I was like low-key kind of like depressed. I was like, fuck, like I was really looking forward to that cheese and like sweet potato. And then it came out like that. And I was like, oh God, like if that's the appetizer, like what is our main course? What is everything like? else going to be like? And I ordered... Fuck, what did I you order? You had mahi-mahi. Oh, yeah. I ordered mahi-mahi with... It was like a caramelized onion or something. With onion, yeah. yes. And Tisha ordered chicken with rice, right? Yeah, it was Fried like, rice. Yeah. Yeah. So now we're like panicking, like, what is this going to look yeah. like? Is this even going to be what we think it is? And honestly, no, it wasn't. It wasn't what we expected at all. Mm-mm. It was very, very, very good. It was good. I wish my portions would have been like tripled because the portions were very small. And I'm like, I feel like I could eat like six more pieces of fish because I think I had two small pieces of fish on top of like a fried onion. And it was really, really good. It was. But it was a tiny portion. Like I could have ate Tisha's too. And mm-hmm. you can tell them about your chicken. Well, so, like, when she first brought it over, it was in a bowl, and it was, like, cut up chicken, and it looked fine. It looked normal. And then she starts pouring broth over it to turn it into a soup, and I was like, oh, my God, stop, stop, stop. Like, I didn't say that. Ma'am, I did not order soup. I mean, I I didn't say that, but in my head, I'm freaking the fuck out. I'm like, what is she doing to the chicken? Eventually, she stops. My chicken turned into chicken soup. Um, but it was it was amazing. Well, and we were like, "Where's the rice?" And it was like a fried rice patty at the bottom. It was it was very so interesting, weird. but it was really good. And afterwards, she was like, "Oh, do you guys want to order like some dessert?" And of course, like we're like, we "Yeah, we want dessert. dessert." How can dessert be any different than what it's labeled as? Right. So, <laughs> dessert. I ordered like a chocolate molten cake, oh, and then. Fuck. Rach, that was the best part about the meal. It was really good. And then Rach got something called, like, the vanilla, which apparently was, like, a chef's chef special. special. Yeah. Yeah. And they were amazing. Yeah. Both the desserts, the desserts were, were really good. good. The vanilla wasn't what I was expecting. I didn't actually know what to expect because Me it was just written very confusingly. But I was like, I love vanilla, so I'm sure it'll be fine. And it ended up being really, really good. It yeah. was like a, like a, um, almost like a cake or, like, a pastry of some sort. And then with like cream around it and i don't even know how to explain it but it was it was good it was really good and tisha's chocolate molten cake was exactly what you would expect a chocolate molten cake to be like she had never had one before Mm -mm. and i was actually like i wish i would have ordered that because i love those but i was like i want to try something new but the desserts were 10 out of 10 and here we think our meal is over and so she's like taking our dessert trays and we're thinking we're gonna get our bill well not our bill we every time we finished a meal we had to sign saying like we were at dinner and you can tip on it too um and so we're waiting and all of a sudden she comes back with this whole plate of like chocolates yeah like she sets it in front of us and she's like uh 
from the chef. Like an and extra, like, yeah. And we're like, what the what? fuck? We didn't order this. <laughs> like, we didn't order this, but it's chocolate, so okay. And um, it was amazing. They were really good, yeah. Yeah, it was really like a, some, like, mango fruit thing, uh, some, like, chocolate, like, truffle almost, and yeah. then, like, a mini pie. It was kind of like things you would get in a fancy chocolate store. Yeah. They were good. And they were really good. And that concluded our experience. And then as we're walking out of the restaurant, the, like lady in white who i still think was the manager like chased us down to like ask us about our experience it was really cute but yeah so safe to say we only went there once yeah and Which not, because we it, gone. not because it wasn't good like it yeah. was very 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 good food we just started to realize that like there were safer options for tisha and there were larger portions for rachel <laughs> that's a good way to put it so we just ended up going other places because we got more food that way and it just like didn't scare us and that was like the one thing on the menu i would have actually ordered there was like maybe one other option but i was still kind of like hesitant to like try it because i was like if if that is what i thought i was ordering like can you imagine what like the beef option would have been right right so i mean that mahi mahi was incredible i would have ordered that again in a heartbeat but it was also just like we wanted to try so many other things on the other menus that we ended up not going back. Right. Which another thing that we thought was like so fucking cool is like we were we would be like eating dinner and they'd come up to us and they'd be like, Would you like me to call you a ride back to your villa? Oh yeah. They're always calling they're, you golf carts to get and you it was to and so from nice because sometimes you're just like, I don't want to walk. Like of course like I was wearing fancy shoes. Like we were so dressed up so nice. And so we ended up getting a ride back to our villa, which royalty, I guess. And again, turned down service had gone, left us some oil and a little note. And we were exhausted. We went to bed by like nine o'clock that night. Um, and I don't even we care. We might have even gotten to bed earlier than that. Yeah. But um, so that was our like first couple of days on the or on the resort um, on, at Bora Bora, like, 10 out of 10 experience. We will continue next week because this or, is already a lot. Or, or maybe, maybe we'll give you two episodes in one week. Or maybe you'll get enough. enough yeah, maybe. Maybe we'll do that. Um, we'll talk a little bit more about like rainy season there and just like how even if it's rainy season, it's not going to impact ruin the trip because it was rainy season for us and we still had the trip of a lifetime. So stay tuned for, we'll also talk a little more about like LGBTQ safety yeah, and yeah. like how we felt there as a, as a lesbian couple. Cause I think that's really important and we've already had some people reach out and ask about that. So yeah. we'll get into that in more detail. I know it's, this episode's been very like more play by play and inserting things here and there, but we'll definitely talk more about that in our next episode. Yeah. All right. Thanks for listening. And And the blondes are out.